This is Anthems. I'm Helen Zaltzman. I make podcasts and I'm a performer. Your word of the day is tourist. Before COVID, I was a tourist. For two and a half years, a perpetual tourist. I didn't have a home, and my job is portable, so I cut my tethers and floated off around the world, eased across borders by British passport, white skin, the appearance of cisgender and heterosexual marriage. To be able to tourist is a privilege, well, it's a combination of privileges. To be able to choose to go to places purely for fun and interest? It didn't feel right to say I was travelling, because travelling carries with it a sense of difficulty, of toil. It's in the origins of the word. And people who say they're travelling often are on an earnest quest for an authentic experience. I wasn't kidding myself that I'd find an authentic experience abroad, because no matter how far I strayed from the tourist routes, my very presence would be making it inauthentic. So the best I could hope for is not getting in the way, not disturbing the order of things. Just to be a quiet spectator, a gap in the air. I was able to be anywhere in the world because I didn't have a particular place to be in the world. If I happen to die right now, how will my parents piece together why I was here? I asked myself at the Welsh village concert in Patagonia, at the temple full of bats in Malaysia, at the Pooseum in Tasmania. That's a museum of animal poo, if you didn't deduce that. <laughs> as it happened, the closest I did come to death, I was almost as far as I could have been from where my parents were. They had to weigh the difficulty of getting to my maybe deathbed against the possibility of my survival. A gamble that paid off fine, evidently. Here I am, hi. Being in an intensive care unit had the novelty of a tourist experience, but was as authentic as it gets. I started to realise I was a bad tourist. As a tourist, there are certain things you're not supposed to see. Museums? Yes. Water parks? Yes. Any landmark that's also available as a snow globe? Yes. Where your hotel staff live and how much they're paid? No. Rubbish being burned at the side of the road? No. The scars wrought by colonisation? Stop thinking about it, Helen. Oh, you think it's weird the Queen's face is still on the money of countries 10,000 miles away from the UK? Remember what you said earlier about how you could go on a perma-working holiday because of your British passport privilege and shut up. As a tourist, a version of a place has been curated and created and distilled for you. And if you think about it too much, you might feel like a parasite living in a simulation. I scroll back through Elder Zaltzman's travels, more difficult and essential with each generation. In the 1960s, my father embarked on the long boat journey from the bottom of Africa to migrate to the top of the globe. First he tried Canada, and all I know about that is he found it too cold, and it was his first time eating ham. Then he moved to England, where he still is. His father, my grandfather, around a hundred years ago had left his own home nation, Lithuania, he went AWOL from the Lithuanian army and walked out of the country. Walked. He made it to Hamburg and ended up on a boat to South Africa, which is where he settled. Questions I wish I could ask my grandfather, who died when I was a baby. How long were you walking? How did you know when it was time to leave? How did you know where to go, where you could sleep safely? Were you alone? Were you scared? 
What did you think about to make the time go by? Did you know anything about South Africa before going there, or just that it was a country where you were less likely to be killed? Was your birthday really Christmas Day? Or when you landed in your new country, was that the only date you could say in English? What did you take with you? Did you know that you would never go back, could never go back? That soon, there would be nothing and no one left for you to go back to? By the end of the Second World War, 90% of Lithuanian Jews had been killed. Where do you call home? Diaspora is from the ancient Greek verb to scatter about. And before I ever even knew the word, I knew the feeling. Later in life, my grandfather became a tourist. By then, he could make journeys purely for fun. From South Africa, he and my grandmother travelled far. Japan, Europe, the US. Perfectly dressed in natty suits and hats. My father did not tourist once he had settled in England, because if he were to travel at all, he would have had to travel to South Africa to fulfil family obligations, having left South Africa to avoid family obligations. So, as a family, we did not travel. Although my dad did invent a solo business trip, heavy inverted commas, to New York City in the early 1990s. And all I know about that is people kept mistaking him for the ex-mayor Ed Koch, and the sandwiches were really big. So much ham! And I am still scattered. I think part of the appeal of perpetual touristing was to feel that I was in a place I don't belong is more comfortable in places I definitely am not meant to belong in, rather than the one that was supposed to be my home. One thing you can be sure of as a tourist is that where you are is not your home. Tourist. Definition. Noun. A person who travels for pleasure. Thank you.